It's the Kate and Gordon Show. Today's best country mix. Tune in for two full hours of the greatest country hits. Interviews with special guests, latest news, and so much more. It's the Kate and Gordon Show. Even if I do then, what I don't doubt, I'm wanting to think, cause baby, somehow, you walked in and swept me off of my feet. You bring out the best in me. I'd be right here at the same place. I've been making the same mistakes. And after all that we've been through, baby, I'm still prepared. Boy, yes, mouth, look gray in your hair. I'll take it.
Not realizing the price I'd have to pay For choosing the world over Christ I almost lost my life But he gave me a chance to get it right And Lord, I couldn't make it without you Lord, you look beyond my past And you made my life brand new And Lord, I couldn't make it without you You're the lover of my soul And I'll never let you go I couldn't make it without you Make it without you There's nothing else that can take your place And I truly thank you for your amazing grace I never understand the love you had for me And Lord, I couldn't make it without you Lord, you look beyond my past you made my life brand new yes lord i couldn't make it without you you're the lover of my soul and i'll never let you go and lord you are the best thing that's happened to me yes lord you are the best thing that's happened to me Lord, you are the best thing that's happened to me. Yes, Lord, you are the best thing that's happened to me. And Lord, I couldn't make it without you. You look beyond my past and you made my life brand new. Yes, Lord, I You're the lover of my soul And I'll never let you go I couldn't make it without you Make it without you I couldn't make it without you Blue eyes crying in the 
heaven, he stopped loving her today. Waylon and Willie, Haggard and Jones, plays on the jukebox all night long. My pockets are empty for playing those songs. Waylon and Willie, Haggard and Jones.
Adriana Freeman. They don't make um like that no more. Right here on the Katie Gordon Show today's best country mix. Earlier you heard Eric Diamond, Terrence Phillips, and Robbie Hart. Right here on the Katie Gordon Show. Today's best country mix. And we are going to continue your nonstop music right now with some Carol Markstrom.
that was Towers, Little Sunshine. We're going to jump right into a replay of an interview with Sonny Morgan and Mark Nalmore right now on the Caden Gordon Show, today's Best Country Mix. Hello and welcome to the Caden Gordon Show, today's Best Country Mix. Joining me right here today is Sonny Morgan and Mark Nalmore. How are you guys doing today? Wonderfully well. Having fun here in Texas. That's incredible. here in Nashville. That's awesome. So, um, why don't we learn a little bit about you guys? So, why don't we start with uh, Mark, and how did you get into music, Mark? Well, you know, Jade and I started pretty early. I had a, lived around the Muscle Shoals area, which most people know about the recording that, that went on there in the 60s and 70s. So, I was pretty young. My cu- first cousin, actually, Spooner Oldham, who's a Rock and Roll Hall of Famer, and Sonny, we'll talk about him later, but he, he was uh, instrumental in getting the Muscle Shoals thing started, you know, birthed the industry. He was one of the guys. So I looked up to him. He was a songwriter, keyboard guy, really followed in his footsteps, Caden, at about age six. My mom uh, had an old upright piano. I just spent 10 years on that, really teaching myself how to play. And finally, probably in the early teens, got good enough to play in a band and just started writing songs quite a bit more. So that that's really how I, how I got my start there in Muscle Shoals, Alabama. And for you, Sonny? Well, I, I started uh, singing and, and got in the music business. When I, I guess I was about five, six years old, singing uh, in the choir at my church there in Dallas. I grew up in Dallas. And um, went through the uh, First Baptist Church, uh, downtown Dallas, which is a huge congregation. And finally up in my teens, uh, there was a choir director, Leroy Till. He's passed away now, but uh, he took a liking to me and, and said, look, he said, I see a lot of potential. And so he started really working hard with me. And I got a real good, solid foundation from from a, from a singing standpoint. I was the, one of the youngest uh uh, people that sang, well, they had a singing Christmas tree, and it's a long story. You ought to look it up sometime. First Baptist Church, Dallas, singing Christmas tree. But you crawl up in this, you know, 60-foot-tall tree, and you're a Christmas ornament, and you sing Christmas carols and stuff. That was, it was a lot of fun. But, uh, and when I was 10, I, I uh, in elementary school, they had a guy that came in and wanted to start music lessons with kids on band instruments because the, the elementary school fed into the junior high, so they wanted kids to learn music before they got to the junior high so they could have a decent band there. So um, I uh, actually wanted to learn the piano or the uh, guitar. My dad said, you can't be in the band with either one of those. You have to you have to learn the trumpet. So he stuck a trumpet in my hand, and from, a, from age 10 to, oh gosh, I guess probably until I was in my early 20s, I played trumpet. And there's where my my musical ability to be able to read music and things like that came about. And one of my fondest memories was when I finally got out of the out of the uh, school part of it. I uh, one of my jobs required me to go to Washington D.C. for uh, to do some business with a guy who actually owned a uh, or as a part start. He started the insurance company Geico, very wealthy guy, 
and I went over to his house to meet with him. And he lived in literally a museum with Monet's and Picasso's and all of that other stuff. And this is the last time I literally played a trumpet, but he had this music room and he had this piano and I it had a candelabra on it. I said, man, that looks like something Liberace ought to play. And he said, that's Liberace's piano. It's the last one he had. And I said, you're kidding me. He says, no. And I said, you know how to play it? He said, oh yeah. So anyway, he, uh, he got, he had this trumpet sitting right next to it on a trumpet stand. And I said, boy, that's a good looking trumpet. I said, uh, tell me about this one. He said, well, that was the last trumpet that Louis Armstrong ever played. And he, I said, well, I play trumpet. And he said, you know how to play it? And I said, yeah. So I got on there and we, I played Hello Dolly on Louis Armstrong's trumpet, which now is in the uh, Smithsonian Institute, which I think is kind of a cool deal. But uh, that's how I got through that. And then, of course, laid everything down for a while in the music business and, and was in the car business for about 40 years. And um, the uh, if you speed it up to 2010, I met a guy by the name of George Strait, which is a country singer. I don't know if you ever heard of him or not. but Oh, uh, yes, I have. Anyway, he, he and I became pretty good buddies. I, I sold him cars. I sold him exotics like Rolls Royces and Bentleys and things like that. We became real close, and, and uh, his his uh, musical style I really enjoyed. I never even paid much attention to him when I, before I met him. I, I was uh, more of a rock and roll guy. I was... I told him when I first met him, I said, if you were Eric Clapton, I could tell you every note you ever played. But only thing I know is X's and, and Amarillo by Morning is the only thing I know about you. And he said, well, you know, that we ought to, we'll probably get along real well because I wasn't some guy guy fan that was going to, you know, goo goo all over him. So uh, anyway, we became pretty good buddies. And there's some long, long stories that I could tell you that would raise the hair on your back, but I won't go into all that. But anyway, um, we uh his his influence was what did it to me i i started singing again and um i'd sneak off to these little karaoke bars uh around i was living in austin texas and and uh i sneak off to these little karaoke bars when i knew there wasn't any anybody there and i found this one place on sunday nights that would uh literally it was just a bunch of drunks sitting at a bar and and uh i me and another guy were the only ones that were there. So I give the I give the karaoke guy twenty bucks, give him a list of twenty songs, and I'd sing twenty songs right in a row just to kind of get used to singing in front in front of people. So I did that. Oh gosh, six, eight, ten months, I guess I did. And and then <clears throat> being the fact that I was in the car business, Bentley, Rolls Royce, Aston Martin, Lotus, and all that. Uh, I had a big party at our store for Bentley. It was to raise money for a, uh, a charity there in, in Austin and uh, children's charity. And uh, we, uh, I, I decided I'd do a deal where I'd uh, have a lady by the name of Cat Edmondson, who was also an influence in my music. As a matter of fact, one of my songs on my first album is called Hopelessly Blue. And, and it was a song that she recorded in, She's a jazz singer out of New York now. She moved from Austin up to New York. Now she's doing Broadway and all this other stuff and doing real well for herself. But I knew her very well. She was a, a bar singer and I got to meet her because I was trying to build this dealership. And I was living down there in a hotel before I moved down from Dallas and brought the family down. So <clears throat> anyway, she uh, I called her and said, would you mind uh, doing a, a deal 
for us, a little show for us. And I'm going to have a five-star chef, the only chef that's ever beat Bobby Flay and all that stuff. And had him come down from Dallas and did a five-course wine pairing and all on the showroom. I built a, uh, a stage, I invited 50 couples, and the, and the couples had to bid on these tickets to come, and it's per couple. And I think the highest one was like 50 grand that these two people had bid on because they wanted it, wanted to be there. And um, anyway, she brought a guy that I met and became a dear friend with. It's a guy named Ray Benson, who has a uh, uh, band called Asleep at the Wheel. And um, he and I got to know each other real well to the point where one day I called him up and said, hey, let's go to the uh, let's go to your next show. I'll pick you up in a Bentley instead of riding an old cook tour bus you got. And I'll drive you to the deal. It's about a two hour drive. And uh, we ended up at this place. It's called Albert. It's the Albert Dance Hall in Albert, Texas, which I think there's a population of about five people in Albert. But it's the oldest dance hall in, in Texas. And people come from everywhere to, to come to this thing. So he had a show there. And the place was full. Um, and I was sitting off to one side and he's about three quarters of the way through the show. And he goes, Sonny Morgan, come to the stage, please. Sonny Morgan, come to the stage. And I said, well, you know, he's probably want me to get, get him ready to go to the, get the car ready so he can blast out of there after the show was over. <clears throat> anyway, he leaned down off the stage and said, uh, you know our songs. And I said, yeah, I know every one of them. And he goes, he goes, well, get up here and sing with me. So basically I got up on the stage with a sleep of the wheel for the first time. I've never been on stage with anybody, much less, you know, named group. And we sang probably four, five, six songs, I guess. And I was perfect harmony with him. And, and he looked over to me and put his hand over the mic and says, you don't need to think about doing this anymore. You just need to do it. And so basically I set um, seven cover songs, went to a recording studio there in Austin and sent seven cover songs to Nashville. Uh, there was a, a, a guy that I'd known years ago that worked for a radio station here. I was doing years ago. I did radio spots for car dealerships. So I, he was a program director of a radio station and I knew he'd moved to Nashville. I didn't really know what he did, but I uh, <clears throat> looked him up on Facebook. I lost contact with him. He was there and I found his email address and sent him an email saying, Hey, look, I've got seven songs I've recorded. Would you listen to them? Tell me if I need to keep my day job or what I need to do with these things. And so I sent them to him and about an hour and a half later he says, when can come to Nashville? I'd like to talk to you about doing some recording and stuff. We flew out there and uh, you know, kind of the rest is history. Uh, I was supposed to meet with Daryl Singletary and, and that was one of his clients. Um, and he passed away the, the morning I was supposed to meet with him for lunch that that Monday morning, so or that Monday, so that never really came about. But I did the first song that I that I recorded was one of his songs that he he'd written. He'd never recorded it, but he'd written it, and and uh, it's called "It's a Beautiful World," and it's it's still way high in the world charts. I mean, it's still going strong. And uh, but anyway, that's kind of a full circle. Now I've got three albums out, working on the fourth, and uh, you know things have been good. To me, I, I won uh, the uh, International Singer and Songwriters Association uh, Male Album of the Year 22, which is my biggest thing. You know, that was like winning an Emmy or something or a, uh, what do they call them, a Grammy. And, um, you know, I, I was totally shocked. I was taken back. I couldn't, I really was speechless when I went up to try to do an acceptance speech. I, 
I just almost froze because I just, I was in disbelief because I'm competing with a lot of people that, you know, are a lot, you know, bigger names than me, but uh, it did work. And we had a lot of fun. Thanks to Mr. Namor there that wrote probably three quarters of those songs that were on the, that were on that album. But, uh, you know, it was, uh, it was quite an honor and, and uh, I'm up for another award in Indiana. It's called the who's who of, of, uh, Art, independent artist and that's in November in Indiana and I'm looking forward I'm up for album of the year on that one and song of the year uh she's still going strong Mark is the one that they've got me on on that one yeah. so um we're looking forward to that Mark wrote that one too so uh anyway we're uh we're looking forward to it um but I do a lot of uh I do shows I've done you know local stuff around here but what I do and i and I have it in my heart more than anything is because I do it kind of as a tribute to my mother who passed away in 15. She was 94, but she lived in a senior assisted living uh, center in Dallas. And she would call me up and say, Sonny, you need to come up and listen to this young man. He's so good. So Karen, my wife and I um, went to this place and this guy sounded like, nails on a chalkboard to me i mean it was so bad but all these people just loved the guy and uh i told karen i said one of these days i might if i ever have an opportunity i'm gonna i'm gonna sing in front of these people so i do about oh i guess 10 12 senior centers in the uh fort worth granbury i live in granbury texas which is about 60 miles southwest of fort worth but uh i do singer centers and Weatherford, Burleson, Fort Worth, Cleburne, uh, Granbury, uh, and I do those. Um, I do one. I do some every week. I did three last week, and 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 really and truly, it's one of those things that uh, I just really do enjoy these these folks with Alzheimer's and and memory loss and all that to turn this, these people with these frowns and scowls on their face to turn them into smiles and they're tapping their feet and they're singing along and we had a great we have a great time doing it and you know just really enjoy it and I do a lot of entertaining I besides just singing I interact with them and you know all of that good stuff and it's just so much so much I get so much out of it and it and it just uh to see I'll give you an example there's there was a gentleman that that really bad Alzheimer's and he uh was slumped over leaning down with his head in almost to his lap and um his wife was there with him and uh the next thing i know he's tapping his feet he's looking up and i look up again and they are dancing on the floor and he's just having the best time of his life and for her to come over with tears in her eyes and say you know if it weren't for you i don't know what would happen today he you know he's not been doing real well so uh you know, the gift of music and and uh and all that to me is just as important as winning a, an award and everything else when i see these people the way i see them and the way they respond to some of it and i think that the good lord uh has given me some kind of gift to interact with these people to entertain them and and have them enjoy the gift of music and i just i'll never stop it i mean if if i was you know george Strait right now and and selling out a hundred thousand people stadiums, I'd still be doing that in the senior centers. I mean, I wouldn't change anything with that. Cause I, I get literally, I get more out of that than anything. 
Where can people find you on social media if they want to check you out? Well, I've got a uh, Facebook page, Sonny Morgan Music. Um, also, if they get into Sonny Morgan Music and they want to learn some more about me, I have a private, I have a private Facebook page called Fans of Sonny Morgan. And, you know, I do a lot of stuff that a lot of people, there's, you know, people on Facebook, one of those things they get tired of seeing the same old stuff. So Fans of Sonny Morgan, if you want to really, you know, learn more about me, they can, they can, they can uh, follow me on Sonny Morgan Music and, and then I can invite them over if they want to over to fans of Sonny Morgan. And then I've got a, I've got a, a, a website called SonnyMorganMusic.com. Um, I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. Mark, you'll like this. Uh, uh, I knew Marin Morris before she was, you know, she got popular. I, she was a, she, she opened up for Cat Edmondson a lot and I met her through Cat. And, uh, I sent her just a little note. Remember me in, at Kessler Theater back when when you opened up for Cat Edmondson? And she sent me back a note, and we've been conversing back and forth, which is kind of interesting. But uh, she she was kind of like me. She started out, uh, you know, singing in in these little places, these little restaurants and things. There was a they have Red Robin in Alabama. The hamburger joint. Red. Red Robin, yeah. guy in Tennessee, not Alabama. Yeah. yeah. Well, she was singing, she was singing at a Red Robin in Arlington, Texas, when I knew her. So, uh, which is about oh forty miles from here. But uh, anyway, it's uh, those are the those are the places you can you can you can find me. Um, gosh, I'm probably leaving some out, but uh, you know the website's a big one, and uh, of course uh, Facebook. Facebook's been a real, real good to me. Um, it really has been. That's awesome. And Mark, where can people find you? They can find me, Caden, at marknarmore.com. And the last name is, well, it's M-A-R-K-N-A-R-M-O-R-E.com. And also you can find me. And Sonny knows I'm on, uh, I'm an Insta guy. <laughs> you can check out my Insta account, Mark Narmore Music. And of course, Facebook, good old trusty Facebook. Sonny's right. Facebook has been good to all of us, right, Caden? And it, on mm. there, it's simply Mark Mark Narmore. And you can look me up there. And uh, I said, what are you doing? He said, well, I wrote in, in some of the tracks here and reduce, produce a lot of the original music. And what it was is, uh, most, is the album's name was Muscle Shows Big Town, Big Sound, Big Little Town, or something like that. Right. And right. Uh, it, it was redos of old uh, songs that were recorded there in Muscle Shows that were that were done by uh, new or the the current artists that are out there right now. Like uh, Mick Jagger did did a song and. Alan Jackson, Willie Nelson. I mean, it was, it's a great album. I mean, it really is. But anyway, he, I said, uh, I said, so tell me about you a little bit. And he said, he went through the deal. Neil Young, he was toured with him for 20 plus years. Yada, yada, yada. I said, hold it a minute. I said, you are the holy grail of, of songwriter. I said, he told me about some of the songs he'd written, uh, some songs for the box tops, which is long before you were around Caden, but <laughs> big hits back in those days. And, uh, he wrote um, "When a Man Loves a Woman" by Percy Sledge, which you know was a huge hit. 
and I'm sitting there in awe with this guy. And I'm going, man, this guy, I, I finally asked him, I said, I'm always hungry for country music. Have you ever written any country stuff? And so I'm going to turn it back over to you, Mark. <laughs> well, uh, at the time, Sonny uh, Spooner and I, along with a buddy of ours, Carl Holder, Caden, had been feverishly writing together. You know, I had known Spooner all my life, and we played in church together, played some gigs together. We'd even written a couple of songs together, but we'd never written that many on together until about 2010. Uh, Carl Holder, an old high school buddy of Spooner's, got the three of us together. And we, we would sort of get together twice a month, eat, tell jokes, you know, what's going on in our lives. And, and we would write two or three songs. Then we go into the studio at Mu in Muscle Shoals at the Nut House. That's a, an appropriate place for us, isn't it, Sonny? Because we're a bunch of nuts, nutty people. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. But, yeah. But we, we would go in and, and record these demos. And most of them were country or bluesy, kind of shoalsy sounding demos. Most of them were country songs meant to pitch to the country market, you know, to to artists like Trace Adkins and, like you said, Alan Jackson and the like. Well, Spooner, after he had met Sonny, he gets with me. I saw him at church one day, and he said, I, I met this guy, Sonny Morgan, from, from Granbury, Texas, who's looking for some songs. Would you compile our best, you know, our best 10 or 20 songs and let him look over them and see if he would, they might like any of them to record? So the rest is history. I handpicked us. He sort of told me you were te Texas, you know, kind of country like Alan Jackson or maybe George Strait. So I cherry picked really the best of our catalog that we had written over about seven or eight years. So Sonny got the creme de la creme, the cream of the crop, if you will, of the Spooner, Mark, and Carl songs. And um, Spoon, uh, Sonny was so gracious as to cut on that first record. How many, Sonny, you cut maybe seven or eight of our songs. Yeah, yeah. And the subsequent albums, um, well, maybe that was your first one, because I know you did one before us that had cat songs on it, but the yeah, second one you cut most Were we on that one, too? Very yeah, you're on the first one. Oh, you're on the first one. Yeah. The, I think the that, second and third records, we wound up getting even more and more cuts, Caden. So we, that being said, we just kept writing toward Sonny and we'd, we would write a new song. And it, he was kind of our artist, you know. And the same holds true for Valerie Wilson, who uh, came into our writing picture. She's written with me and Sonny both. And she's a great songwriter. So the same thing, when Sonny is looking for something, he will, uh, have an idea or hook and and we will all write for Sonny. He's our artist, man. We're we're proud of him and proud to be on the uh the Sonny bus. <laughs> Feelings <laughs> mutual, without a doubt. Feelings mutual. And it, it does it really does. They um you know how many times have you seen successful songs that are written because that the uh the artist and the songwriters are in sync and um right you know you think about some of the people uh what's the old boy i always forget his name and i 
the one that made George put George Strait on the map. Uh, um, what's his name, Mark? Dean uh, Dillon. Dean Dillon. There's a perfect example. If it weren't for Dean Dillon, I bet George Strait wouldn't be George Strait like like the George Strait we know him today. I mean, it's just they just happened to have a chemistry there, and he understood what he what he he needed how he needed to sing a song, and that's what he wrote towards that that artist and and uh you know there's a lot of them out there you know i'm not a <clears throat> i try to help in in some of the lyrics but i am sure as heck not a songwriter i i will tell you that right now i've tried and i've i've tried many times and failed many times but uh you know the thing about it is with these guys they're so in tune with the way i sing the style that i sing and all of that that uh and they know my range my vocal range and stuff like that so it really makes a it really makes a great marriage from a, from that standpoint. I, you know, my biggest thing is is that uh, you know it's just getting getting everything in line. You know, I tried this earlier this year to uh, try to get in the studio, and and my producer, who's I think one of the best producers in Nashville, maybe the best producer, uh, he came down with uh, with cancer, throat cancer. And that slowed everything down, which, you know, bless his heart, he's still fighting that stuff. And and uh, when they when they when they diagnosed Buddy there at Vanderbilt Hospital there, whatever the name of it is, University Medical Center, whatever it's called, they told him they wouldn't they wouldn't expect him to live for six months, and he he didn't want to have anything to do with that. And so he went and did this holistic stuff uh, down in Mexico. And uh, all of it, he's still around. That was about, oh gosh, it's been about a year since they they've diagnosed all this stuff, and he's right. still going strong. And and uh, but I've kind of had to been I've kind of waited for that because you know I'm kind of lost without without him there with this band that I use, and and uh, they're great. I mean they're. To me, the one of the best studio bands ever. Brent Mason is uh, the lead guitar player, and um, they're just there's so many. I you know, Spivey the uh, can't remember Spivey's first name, but anyway, he's the best fiddle player ever. Um, you've got uh, Steve Henson, who uh, Loretta Lynn steel guitar player, and and mm-hmm. uh, you've got Donnie Wilson who. Used, to, I mean, he's been on all these different records. Used to play in the Ace and Hole band with George Strait, and there's just so many good people. And then the engineer they've got is uh, is uh, has won like two or three uh, Grammys for engineering on songs, and and uh, it's just you know it's the best of the best, and it makes me sound so good. You know, I you, you hear these songs that I sing, and you hear that band behind me, and they are just incredible i wish i could just bring them all here to granbury and, and have them move all here so we could go start doing some touring around here because we would be, be one of the hottest bands in town in this part of the country but, amen um, and not, not only is buddy a great producer he's a great engineer too isn't he oh, sonny yeah. mix mix oh, engineer and, and and not only that but he's probably the best no disrespect mark but he's probably one of the best keyboards I, yes, I mean, I've is. never. This guy is just well. Let me. I'll tell you how good he is. Whenever, if you ever watch the Grand Ole Opry on on, they they do it on. You can see it on Facebook Live. But whenever you see the Grand Ole Opry 
generally the guy that's playing keyboards is Buddy Hyatt. And uh, I don't know if you ever watched Lee Huckabee, if you ever know who Lee Huckabee is, but he used to be the governor of Virginia, I think it is. Anyway, he is also a musician, and he has a show on television that they bring acts in. And uh, you usually see, and it's out of Nashville, so when you see the keyboard player there, it's Buddy Hyatt. He was with Toto, the group Toto, for Mm -hmm. like, I don't know if you do this or not, Mark, but he was with Toto for like eight years. Some of these songs you hear, on, if you listen to some of the stuff from Toto, it's Buddy on keyboards. So wow. yeah, my he, producer, he's keyboards. Yeah, it's unbelievable. I mean, it just it, it's just the, the the talent that I and I got lucky on that one too. I uh, my first recording that I went to my my manager out of Nashville's gentleman by the name of Chuck Rhodes on the Rhodes Entertainment. Sonny Morgan and Mark Normar, thank you so much for taking the time to come on the Caden Gordon Show today's Best Country Mix. I appreciate it so, so much. Thanks, Caden. We surely enjoyed it. Thank you. Sorry we went over a little bit too much, but uh, we've got a pretty good story to tell. You sure do. Thank you. We'll be back soon on the Kate and Gordon Show, today's best country mix. KJG Media and Promotions works with artists such as Beth Holly, Beth Holly, Wally Bartfay, Wally Bartfay. And even Eric Diamond. Eric Diamond. So what are you waiting for? Reach out to Caden today to get your music out to the world at kjgmediaandpromotions at gmail.com or call 978-556-3339. The Caden Gordon Show today's best country mix. Hope you're doing well. For those of you that did not know, I do run a promotion company. So if you want to learn more, make sure to head on over to my website, thecadengordonshow.com, and click on that promotions tab. Continuing your nonstop country music right now with Sonny Morgan. You are listening to The Caden Gordon Show, today's best country mix. Today's best country mix, syndicated worldwide to over 150 stations. sun shining through the shade that pretty silhouette says i've got it made it's a beautiful world flowers seem brighter days a little lighter i'm with you girl it's a Maybe a while till my feet come down Can't stop thinking about how good it is You keep reminding me with every kiss It's a beautiful world Flowers seem brighter, days a little lighter 
brighter, days a little lighter. I'm with you, girl. It's a Oh yeah. 
Michael Bate Band. Here we go. Right here on the King Gordon Show today's Best Country Mix. Thanks so much for tuning in. More nonstop music is on the way. The Caden Gordon Show today's Best Country Mix. Hey everyone, this is Caden Gordon here. And many of you know that I just came back from a week-long vacation touring the Midwest. And I have John Graham, who is my producer with me here today to kind of chat with me and tell you all about the trip. So, uh, first and foremost, before we jump in, John, how are you today? I am good, Kaden. How are you? I'm doing just fine. Thank you so much for asking. So, we are going to chat a little bit about our week last week. And so, we're going to start a little backtracking. We're going to skip the Friday that we left. I'll tell you guys about that after because John wasn't with me at that point. But um, we did see each other on Saturday, 
which um, was in the lovely city of Fort Wayne, Indiana. It was my first time visiting John's neck of the woods. As most of you know, John's came down here numerous times to Massachusetts, but, you know, this is the first time where I've got to see John's neck of the woods, which was very, very exciting. So, um, we got to get a tour by the lovely John Graham. He brought us all over Fort Wayne, and it was just an amazing time. What was one of the things that you enjoyed showing me the most in Fort Wayne, John? Um, I would probably say probably one of the most enjoyable uh, things showing you um, was just kind of like, you know, some of the major uh, landmarks like Parkview Field, uh, downtown Fort Wayne, um, and, uh, uh, um, and, um, and it was also really exciting you being a part of the, uh, the festival, the Three Rivers Festival. Um, you know, although it was a little bit rainy, uh, and, and I, and I feel like we, we got out of there before it really, uh, uh, downpoured, um, I thought that was, um, kind of fun, um, you know, of uh, 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 showing you around because that because you and I know that was both uh, unplanned. Yeah, it was, and we were looking to do it, but then we were like, "And eh, there's too many people down there." But then, you know, we decided to just stop by uh, to kill time, and you know, I've heard from a few people saying it's been better other years. John, what do you think about it? Was it was it okay this year, comparing that you've been to this multiple years in a row? Um, so, uh, it, or yeah, considering I've been to the uh, the festival uh, several years in a row, um, this was a little bit of a letdown, um, and and I and I feel like uh, the crowd not being there, uh, you know, as much because it was the last day that we went. Um, and normally on the last day, um, now granted weather might have, you know, might have kept some people home. People, uh, are often, you know, literally, uh, standing next to each other, uh, just to get, uh, just to get through the line. So, um, you know, so, but I mean, I, I guess for it being your first time, it was nice that we could just like kind of just shoot through the line. Uh, but I will also say too, the food um, you and I shared uh, outlaw fries is what they is what uh, it, which was the big thing, and I gotta say compared to other years that um, me and the group have shared outlaw fries, the food was a big letdown. So you're saying in other years because I've never been. You said that the fries were usually pretty good, but not this year. Yes, 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 correct. I see, I see, I see. Well, I mean, yeah, I would have to agree, even though I've never been, so I can't really judge on this, but they they were a little cold. I'm not going to lie. They were a little cold. Yeah, I, it, you know, like, yeah, that, you know, that right there with the cold, cold fries, it was kind of, you know, that's why I was let down, because, I mean, like, and, 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 and like, uh, you know, and the thing of it is, is that, you know, these, food vendors, they kind of also live off on tips, and I did tip them after we got the food. So, you know, so obviously the tip didn't, you know, uh, change their mind, um, you know, with, uh, like, heating up, well, not necessarily heating it up, because then it would just be, 
soggy fries anyway. Um, but I mean, why they didn't just make me make us fresh fries? I don't understand. I mean, like, I, I mean, I would consider us being there kind of around kind of time to the beginning of uh, you know mid afternoon. So there's no reason why they can't just like make fresh fries. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that they could have definitely done better with that. Now, um, to head it all off, there's one thing I want to mention. At the end of the night, we had a nice dinner over at John's parents' house. And um, I might say that that ribs that your mom made has probably been the best ribs I've ever had. Aw, oh, well, my mom, uh, uh, my mom actually uh, one. Um, so, so kind of flash forwarding, but you know, I'm not going to give away too much. She, uh, she read, uh, your, your big lengthy post when, uh, when I, when I returned home, uh, you know, after a long week of being with you, um, and, and you know, and there's a little blurb in your, uh, in your paragraph about the ribs and she was so honored that, uh, um, that I, I think you used the words top notch that they were top-notch ribs. <laughs> <laughs> so she was very, uh, very honored to, 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 to get that recommendation. Um, you know, and, 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 uh, uh, you know, and she was a little bit concerned that, that we were, that we were going to get more recommendations, uh, to, to eat at the Graham house. <laughs> just, just, just for ribs. But, um, but, but thankfully, it's been a week, and I don't think we've, we've had that, that issue. <laughs> well, I mean, she's not a restaurant, so she's not open for that. <laughs> I didn't say that yes. she was a restaurant, so, I mean, I would hope people wouldn't want to show to the house. To the house. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, I know. But, uh, yeah, like, yeah, my, my mom definitely thinks thanks you for for her comment or for your comments uh about her ribs being one of the best well you're very welcome you're very very welcome so um <laughs> the next day which was sunday we went met up with there was eight group total members uh, from your group john uh, or was there seven I, it was yeah yeah, it, it yeah it was seven because three and three and yeah yeah I, you know like that so yeah it, it was it was more including you and then ten including dad and aunt or um, Anna and your dad um, so so yeah including me would have been seven and me and you would have been eight so yeah so six other members. Right, so six other members from his autism group, and we all went up to Crown Point, Indiana at the Deep River Water Park, and it was a good family-friendly-sized water park, I will say that. I think that um, it was really, really nice. It was a really, really nice atmosphere, and it was just really, really fun to check out a, a water park that I'd never been to before, so that was pretty fun. However, um, the ride was kind of long. It was like a two-hour ride, which was it was uh, wasn't as bad as I was anticipating it was gonna be, but it was still fun. Yeah, yeah, 
Okay. Oh yeah. Now, uh, I now I, I think I know my highlight, but what, but what was your highlight from Sunday? Probably the tornado slide that brought you right out to the Lazy River was probably my favorite. And I think I know what you're going to say, but I don't want to say it. So I want you to say it. But I'm going to tell you <laughs> if I'm going to think of it in my head. And I want you to tell me and I'm going to tell you if I'm right. Let's see if we're on the same page. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, although the, the toilet bowl ride, which is, um, you know, you know, like which was kind of the tornado ride that Kay was talking about, was a, like was a good portion of the day. I've written that multiple times, so it's not the highlight of my of the day. But I think the highlight of the day was after all of us left, uh, we went out to Red Robin, and one of the, one of the members forgot their phone at the table, uh, and they didn't realize it until we left the mall area that they forgot their phone. So. Your dad and Anna had to pull pull over and turn around and go back to the mall uh, to to pick up this uh, uh, to pick up uh, this individual's uh, thought, which you know, uh, which, which was quite funny. And at the end of the day, you know, uh, we were only five minutes apart from the other driver. <laughs> You know, I, I was not thinking that's what you were going to say. I was thinking that would have been in the top five. But um, what I was thinking you were going to say was when we raced, like with the body slide with the with the mat looking thing, um, that was yeah. that was the first one. I was That was my first choice. My second choice that we got free Dippin' Dots. And then the third one was actually oh. the, uh, the, the phone thing. So I actually thought it was this racing was your favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I, it, you know, like, no, I mean, you know, like, the, the, the racing thing was, was, uh, um, was definitely fun. I was not actually expecting you to go on it because, uh, <laughs> uh you know, because, you know, because I, I, because I thought I heard back in the day, and again, back in the day, that you might have been afraid to fly flights, but, you know, but it's good to know that you've, that you've grown up and you've, well, I mean, I wouldn't do like the ones that are. So I, so that one had like a mat thing though. I wouldn't have done it if it was just a body slide, or like the one that drops. I wouldn't have done it then. But since it had a mat, I was okay oh, yeah. with it. Oh, okay, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, uh, but yes, you know, it, it you know, uh, um, um, uh, yeah. So I think for me, for what number one, it would have been the phone. Number two, it probably was the free dipping dots. Uh, number three, um, um, n number three would have been the toilet bowl ride. Number four, uh, would, would have been, uh, um, uh, would have been, I think the, the tornado ride, um, um, which that's the one with the, with the black, uh, slides and black tubes. Um, it, you know, like it, it was fun to kind of, um, go in between the left and, or take the left and right uh, ones with you. Oh, and, and I got to say, too, folks, that Caden did not split up with me at all. Like, you know, like, like we consistently um, rode the rides together. So, you know, which is what best friends should do. <laughs> um, so, now, I will say the least favorite, the least favorite, Caden, 
obviously you and I are thinking the same thing. But you and I both brought in um, uh, uh, um, goggles. Um, yeah, you and I both <laughs> brought goggles into the water park, and we were shun- uh, and we were basically shunned away. Uh, well, we weren't really necessarily shunned, but we basically were asked to return our goggles back into the van because apparently they don't like, or because apparently the lifeguards don't like the ones with the, with the, with the nose um, part of it. Um, you know, but little, little did we remember that, that we actually kind of accidentally, um, you know, like after we brought the first one back to the van that your, that your one uh, was actually deep down in the, uh, in your back. So you, Kind of technically stuck it in, but uh, but uh, but yeah, that was my least favorite part of the experience. Um, yeah, and because that's the first time that's the first time ever that I've ever been asked to return anything in my vehicle um, when visiting the water park. Yeah, and you know it's interesting that you know the fact that it was at the weight bottom makes me think that she she didn't even do like a thorough search. She just you know, she uh, unfortunately yours was on the top. If if yours was on the bottom like mine, I think we could have gotten like it would have been okay. But you know, it, yeah. yours was at the top, yeah. so that was obviously one of the first things that she saw. And so obviously it was accidental. We didn't realize the second <laughs> one was all the way at the bottom, but we just left it in our bag. Uh, we didn't take it out or anything. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 the more I think about it, it's really funny that that's really the only thing that she saw. And you know, and, and, you know, and, and that's literally the, the top thing that was at the at the top of the bag, and then you know, it, it's like she just kind of lost focus in in the rest of the back, the, the rest of the bag. Now, I mean, I'm not saying that we're bad people, and we could have snuck in, God knows what, but yeah. I, I mean, you do bring up an interesting point. Like, how could she have forgotten uh, that, uh, or like, how she, how could she have missed that there was a second? goggles below yeah but anyways my digress uh monday we left for nashville and it was an early day and kaden you can take it away <laughs> yeah so uh, we we made a couple pit stops before we stopped in uh, owensboro kentucky and met some really good people um banshee kathy bell and her mom uh, Mystic and Wild Thing, and, you know, it was nice to get up with them. We had, uh, some Denny's for, like, a, it, it was, I would say it was, like, a brunch. We had a little brunch. We sat down. We talked. We exchanged, uh, business cards, and it was a good time. We got some photos, and, um, it was, it was really, really awesome to sit down with them, but, um, let's see. Oh, that was the other thing I was gonna mention. Banshee gave us gifts. And as much as um, I appreciate it, the gifts that we got, like that we got on this whole trip, were just very, very interesting. And I don't know <laughs> why people, the things I, I mean, I love these, like the the idea and everything, but the ideas that these people come down with in the in like the Kentucky area, Tennessee, and everything, and the the ideas of these people that I work with, that I think are these are really good gifts. It's just very fascinating. 
Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, and and uh, now I will say that uh, the gift that I got from from Banshee. Uh, so when I got back home, um, Mom immediately smells smoke, uh, and 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 uh, so I don't know if your fan base knows, but I certainly know that you know that that or you and I both know that Kentucky Banshee likes the smoke, and so she asked me finally to air out the the poster so i just uh, you know and and uh and, you know and and again i'm not really a big poster fan you know like and and all kind of to uh to kentucky banshee but, but i i that's really about you know yeah because because there was no amount of like fresh air that was going to you know aired that out. You know, I mean, because originally it started out, started out in the back of my trunk. And, and I also think that was probably the, step, the the smell that you and I kind of picked up on in my, in my car. You know, I was like, what is that stench? You know, um, it, it, you know, because I, and I looked everywhere and, and I, I didn't find any rotten food or anything or rotten milk, which was within my first thought. But you know, I mean, I but I know I personally take care of my of my car, and you know, <clears throat> and I get you know, a good car wash and all that. So, and and that's another nice thing too about the and really about the about the end is that I I feel like going through Pigeon Forge and and all the places that we went, which also we'll we'll get we'll get that in the full report here later, but. Um, those places got a good, a good amount of rain. Like, you know, we went through a rainstorm, which we'll mention later. Um, but, I mean, really at the end of the day, when I got back home, you know, my car was almost clean. You know, like, you know, the the, the, out, the outside of it, at least, has uh, has been mostly clean. Yeah, and that was one of the things that I would say that was probably overall the part that kind of was eh, is that it rained like almost the entire time we were there that's the other thing yeah yeah i or um um yeah i, I agree because tuesday and wednesday when we spent the time in nashville um you know um we both wanted to do kind of things downtown you know kind of do things like outside of what we already had scheduled um you know, which Caden, if you want, you can get into that. But, uh, you know, but like, I know I wanted to go down, walk down Broadway with, um, you know, like with your dad and Anna and kind of experience that, um, you know, kind of kind of that scenery. But, you know, mostly it rained and, you know, sometimes you just got to have to, have to, you know, have to just kind of make the best out of it. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. And we made it work out. We definitely did, for sure. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. Um, you know, like, yeah. So I, I definitely like that. You know, um, um, yeah. And so I don't, yeah. So it was fun. <clears throat> so, yeah, and then we went to a now, couple different studios. We saw Mr. Joe Kelly, which that was, that was, it was, it was a decent meeting. I will say that. And then we saw, um, we ran into Aaron Boswell at the studio. 
By the way, um, he just released a new song today that we get to hear before anybody else called Noel. So check that out. Uh, we'll play it later too. And uh, we got to meet Steven Wrench over at Music and Film. So we went to a couple different studios. It was cool to see. And, you know, we had a great time Monday. And then we, you know, after that, we pretty much just chilled at the hotel. And we went to the pool a couple times. I think it was like three different times while we were in Nashville. So, right, John? It was three? Yeah. Right, right, yeah. Yeah, I... <clears throat> um... Yeah, I, um, yeah, because uh, you know, I really think, and I told my mom this. You know, I generally really think that uh, one of the best studios that that we saw had really had nothing to do with your con- with your contacts, but it was cool. It was really cool to see the uh, the Omni Studio or the Omni Studio. The Omni Sound Studio. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's Omni Sound. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one was pretty neat. So that one was cool that we had a chance to check that one out. Um and yeah, so we kinda just went on to Tuesday at that point and Tuesday we um we went to go to the Music City Bar and Grill, um, up on Music Valley Drive, which that was really, really cool to uh see a few people and um someone showed me how to like dance and that was very uncomfortable and embarrassing which whatever i did it they said i needed to i didn't want to you know (laughs) we we go down the whole shebang and i'm gonna leave it at that but (laughs) um yeah so and i and i do believe i do believe there are videos that uh dance right yeah, they'll find. They'll have to scroll through to find it. I ain't telling them where. They'll figure it out. It's on TikTok. It's not on TikTok. I mean, I made a video of it, but it's only just the photo. I didn't like actually. The video isn't on there of that. So, yeah. But anyway. Wow. <laughs> Anyways, so it it was just it was it was a great time and. You know, we just made the best of the rain and, you know, did what we could inside. And it it was great. I think that I would rate it a 10 out of 10. But I think the trip went really, really well. What do you think, John? Um, Yeah, I I, I don't. I certainly think that the trip went uh, a little bit better than expected. Um, You know, I like I know that you and I. Uh, you know, butted heads a couple times, uh, you know, but, you know, I, I really think that a lot of that had to do with the weather <clears throat> and, and, um, um, you know, and, and, you know, like the weather and such, um, you know, I will say, although it's a little bit funny and, and strange, and yes, even my mother might even agree, but, you know, I, I took some time to myself too on, uh, well, actually you and I both, uh, took some time uh, and, and kind of went to go see a movie. You know, yeah, I, I know you wouldn't really expect to see a movie on, on vacation, but but we really had nothing else planned, uh, you know, on the last night that we were uh, in the Nashville area. Um, and and really, you know, I like to think of it kind of as a, you know, as kind of a refresher um, because, 
you know, the following days following our national trip, you know, we would be doing more driving. And then, you know, so, you know, it, it was nice to kind of be refreshed and do something that I wanted or that you and I both kind of wanted to do. Um, and, and I just got to say too, um, you know, that just kind of, kind of had me thinking of some fresh ideas at home, but, uh, the, the mall area where the theater is, is uh, an outdoor mall, much like uh, in my home city, Fort Wayne, where there's Jefferson Point. Uh, we, you and I both walked through, I wouldn't say walk through as in tour, but uh, we passed a, um, a terrestrial commercial radio station that was literally in kind of like a side you know that that at least a part of the mall for their little studio. I mean, it, it was a little bit of, of a nook and cranny, and and I know I meant after seeing that, you know, that that kind of g- gave me some ideas on, you know, on, on what we can do in the future with, you know, with uh, KJ uh, JG Media, you know. So uh, you know, so it's kind of nice to see kind of a, a broad perspective. Uh, where you can put a state of station slash production studio. <clears throat> I, I mean, I, I don't know if you feel the same way, Caden, but, um, you know, I, and, and, you know, you told, you were telling me about a weirdest stream that kind of had to do with kind of leasing out space in the mall. But, um, <clears throat> you know, but, uh, but yeah, you know, I, I thought that was uh, a, uh, an interesting new perspective. And you know, and and the movie was was good too. Yes, absolutely. So that brings us over to Wednesday, which um, one of the highlights that I had fun on Wednesday was seeing uh, Bob McGilpin's studio, and uh, we worked on a song with him, which was really really fun. Uh, that I can't wait to share with you guys soon. So that was one of my big things on Wednesday that uh, we did. Yeah. <laughs> um. Um, yeah, you know, Bob, Bob's home studio was 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 very cool. Um, you know, <coughs> uh, yeah, Bob's home studio was, was, was very impressive. Um, you know, um, and uh, um, you know, and, and and the original impression I got from you was that it was going to be like kind of like a music writing session, but it really was more of a music production session because. He had already kind of produced the song, and you know, and we spent probably like a good hour, kind of, you know, <clears throat> kind of going through um, different or different um, ways he can improve the song, um, and, uh, and 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 there's a nice little cool sweetheart connection with him, with him, isn't there? Yeah, that that I actually didn't know until we saw it on his computer. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, but I mean, honestly, yeah. With that being said, yeah, you know, Kay and I cannot wait until uh, we until we can um, officially debut this new song that you uh, that you wrote and bought, same for you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, so, and um, uh, oh, the Country Music Hall <laughs> of Fame—that was something that we did. Right, right, right. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I was going to say that probably was Nashville. Yeah, you know, that like falls this, under the Nashville. Nashville. Yep. As, yeah, I, you know, like yeah. What or what? what so, so now that we went through the two days that we were in Nashville, 
What was your highlight, Caden? Um, that's a good question. I would have to say uh, probably the uh, production session and uh, the Country Music Hall of Fame. Even though, remember, uh, it was said online that it was like you take about an hour to two hours, but it actually took us less than that. Isn't that right, John? Uh, yes, that's right. Um, you know, I, I, well, I, well, actually, online it says an hour and a half to two hours. Oh, sorry. So, yeah, that's right. So, uh, yeah. So, but I mean, I'm thinking probably if you, uh, you know, like if you got like the the narration part of the uh, <clears throat> of the tour, um, you know, because uh, the narration part of the tour, which you know, which I think guides you in a certain route. You know, I think that's probably what they were talking about. Um, you know, and, and, and really, even if you didn't even taste the narration, the narration, the narration tour, if you follow like a certain route through the museum, uh, I think that probably took you a good about a good um, three hours or so. Um, and I will say that me and Caden both have pictures from the museum uh, on our social media. Yes, we do. Now we are so, uh, on to yeah, Thursday, fun. which Thursday <laughs> was, yeah, Thursday was, Alabama. right, it was Alabama. Yeah, that was a, pretty much a basic travel day, pretty much for us, so. Because we like went that. to Gary now, Taylor's studio in Huntsville, WDJL. Go ahead, John. Oh, no. Continue. Yeah. So, uh, and we actually helped them fix an issue, which was pretty cool. So. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, like, yeah, I'm, I'm, like, I, I really, really think that if anything, if I have a job uh, in the future radio, it's definitely engineering. You know, I, I think at this point, I probably don't even really need to even go to school because, I mean, I, you know, because even set up the studio for my by myself in uh, for Spectrum. Um, and technically, Cajun or um, yeah, Cajun and Caden's uh, setup. You know, I kind of have taught myself how to set up these these mixers. Um, you know, and and that goes all the way from like mixers you can use online to uh, terrestrial uh, radio stations. Um, and, you know, and then yeah, if anyone's listening, uh, you should listen to this story. So. Um, you know, so it went in there of just it being just like, you know, I mean, like a, I, I wouldn't say like, like a quick hello, but, you know, I, I definitely would say like, you know, kind of like, like a quick pit stop, you know, say hello, you know, go on air with Gary um, and just kind of enjoy some, some fellowship until we had to go um, uh, in route to, uh, to our next Stop and pigeon forwards with um uh with your friend Lee, uh who wrote an amazing song. But anyway, more about that later. Um, and so I put her microphone in in program two, and and long story short, just figured it out. So uh, you know, but kind of nice. It's kind of also kind of nice just to kind of you know. Um, to, to know that to know that I was respected 
you know, in, in that moment, which, you know, which, I mean, I also, I mean, I already know that I'm perspective for, for what I do with Caden and, and, uh, everyone else, um, that I can help, but, um, you know, but, you know, but, um, but, um, yeah. So yeah. Caden, did you, did you have any thoughts with that? Yeah, I agree. It wasn't something that we were kind of expecting to do, but we did it anyway to help out. So that was nice. Right. Um, and then, uh, really after that, uh, you know, cause I, I can speak on this since, since I was the driver, uh, you know, you know, like, uh, or, you know, since I was the driver, uh, for the day, um, we were on our way to Vision Forge to to meet Ken's friend um, and an ar- artist uh, Lee, uh, who uh, uh, who basically wrote uh, this fantastic song. Rang um, from a quarter machine. And we ho- right, right, and we hope and we hope uh, that you that you uh, are requesting it and and that radio stations are, are playing it and a lot of stuff. Um, but yeah, so Vision Forge from Alabama was about a five hour. Or so, uh, five hour, five hour or so drive from Huntsville, and it was beautiful scenery, really from Alabama up to I would say probably the outskirts of Nashville, and then, um, and then once we got into Knoxville, um, that is when I, I gotta admit the, the the storm coming through was was really cool, um, you know, uh, you know, but but we ran into storms and rain and downpours. And really, at that point, you know, uh, we also were in, in touch with with Caden's dad and Anna, um, um, and, uh, and and they were they were in traffic as well, so they hadn't really they hadn't really made leadways or leadway to get there. Um, and so at, at that point, it, you know, it became just you know, okay, it just became, you know, a you know, like a slow down, take your time kind of thing. Because I mean, I'll say, you know, we're 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 traveling across the Midwest in my you know, in my um, my Toyota Camry. You know, it's got some miles on it, you know, and we don't need to be stranded um, in the downpouring rain and storm. So you know, I made sure that we took our time, that we were good on gas, um, and you know, that if we needed to make stops, we did that. Uh, we ran to a lot more. A lot more traffic jams than I, I don't think I've ever been in uh, in one sitting uh, while driving. So that should say a lot. Uh, you know, I, I don't think I've experienced that much traffic that much traffic jams um, due to the rain um, and stuff. Um, so, uh, so if anything, that was a little bit of a learning curve. Um, you know, just trying kind to get through all that. A little bit stressful, but for me. Uh, you know, I don't think it was stressful for Caden because he was just kind of, uh, you know, just kind of relaxing and listening to his tunes. Um, but given all that, I, I will say that Caden, throughout the entire trip, has, has, has been an excellent passenger, uh, a, a passenger, uh, you know, like of mine. He's, he respected me, you know, he definitely kept in company and awake, uh, you know, during times when I was bored out of my mind. Um, and so, uh, but, but yeah, but yeah, and then we, we met it, we finally made it to Lee's, um, I think a little bit, uh, about an hour after we formally uh, said that we would be there, but Lee was very understanding. 
and we appreciate that, uh, you know, and, and bad weather. Um, and and, I and then we say, finally you know, got to have uh, a cookout. We finally got to have hamburgers, and they were very, very welcoming. And, you know, it was a good time. It was a nice cookout, nice little barbecue. Barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, I, you know, like that. And uh, and and he even thought of me. He uh, uh, he he um, he gave he gave me a plant coke, uh, you know, for the road and, and to drink. You know, I don't think I I don't think I. Uh, oh right, it was Lee that that grilled. I, I you know yes. I, I was trying to think if who, who it was that that cooked everything, but uh, but yeah um, but yeah it, it was Lee that did it himself and everything everything was perfect. And you know and and I mean I think the fact that we were driving in the rain, you know, just you know, trying to survive the storm, you know, it, it made our appetites even, um, even greater. So, uh, you know, so again, Lee, um, you know, uh, you know, from Caden, myself, and from Anna and, and Dad, uh, we appreciate the cookout. Uh, it was very, very thoughtful, um, and we can't wait uh, to do it with you again. Absolutely. Now, Friday was Dollywood oh, but you Day. Also, you also you also did forget one thing though. Like, what did I forget? Did go TikTok, did go TikTok live with Kaden. Yes, he did go. He, well, I mean, we went Facebook and TikTok live for a few minutes. Yeah, that was fun. And he he gave um I designed a CD for him, and, and so they finally arrived, and I got a couple of CDs, and he gave um us rings from an actual quarter machine. He's got like a legitimate quarter machine that he bought off of Amazon and if you put 20, like a quarter in it, you get a ring. It comes out like a ring back in the day. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that was, that was so much fun, you know, like, you know, and, and I, and I got in on, on some of the, uh, some of the action and, um, you know, yeah. But anyways, yeah. Uh, Friday arrived and he didn't go on. Yeah, so we uh, rose. Why? Why? Uh, we woke up right and early to head on over to Dollywood, which um, there was so much there. There was a lot of like roller coasters and you know different shows and stuff like that. But um, was there something in particular that you liked the most, John? I think it was uh, the 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 final roller the final roller coaster we went on. I think that one was my favorite. Uh. Th- Yes, definitely. Um, the final roller coaster that we went on, that I, I think that was probably, I think that was definitely the most fun. Um, you know, because there was one roller coaster on that we went, uh, that we went on. It was just the, the two of us, and I, I felt kind of groggy towards the end of it. Um, that's probably the best words I can probably explain. Um, you know, you know. So I, I mean, I, I guess for me, I think that I think the best. I think the best way to get through a, a day at Dollywood, or really at any theme park, um, is maybe is definitely smart. Start out small, um, you know, with the small, you know, not necessarily kiddie roller coasters, but uh, you know, but the smaller the smaller roller coasters, kind of like the, um, you know, the the the, the swings, um, and then you know, then after like a few hours pass by of food and whatnot, you know, then. You know, then once I, uh, then I, if, I think if I have only one caffeine drink and don't start out with like mm. coffee or anything like like that, then you know, then I feel like I actually can enjoy the rides more. Um, 
and I don't, it's probably just, I don't know if it's just me, but um, in years past, you know, I mean, my, uh, my, I don't have so much adrenaline anymore with rides. It's just kind of, again, kind of that groggy feeling, um, uh, you know, and, and that's like always like in the morning. So I guess for me, like the best time to actually ride like something like that, you know, is probably towards the end of the evening to ride, you know, some of the newer rides and some of the adrenaline rides. What what, what were your thoughts on on that, Stephen. I, I agree. I think that's the best way to go about it. And overall, though, I would say it was definitely a great day for sure. Yeah. I think that it was, um, it was not very, well, I mean, it was packed, but it wasn't really like packed packed. So it wasn't like super bad with that. But yeah, it was a great day. And oh, the Hollywood Wax Museum. We ended up checking that out. Uh, that was really, really fun because I've never been at a wax museum. So that was cool. I uh, yeah I I gotta say I don't think I've I don't think I've been in a wax museum either um, before um, but uh, uh, but but I'll say you know like this time around it's it's been it's been definitely super fun um, um, you, you know and, you know and, and just kind of seeing the reactions uh, you know like from uh, you know um, like from your family. Uh, you know, compared to us, it's, it's just, you know, it's, it's just like super, super fun. Now, I will give you advice, and I don't know if Kane would agree. I, I think Kane would probably agree, but um, now, obviously, yeah, we, we, we did pay for, or, yeah, I, I did pay for for you and me. So, I paid for you and me on, on the all-access pass for this uh, Pigeon Forge uh, tourist trap. Uh, I, I would say probably next time I'm just going to do the wax museum and not do the all access pass because the VR, the, the VR was a little bit unexpected. Um, yeah. I, I will say it was pretty fun. Um, I was, yeah, it was pretty fun. Um, but the last two events that we did were kind of confusing and terrifying. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, you know, yeah, but I, I, I mean, again, you only live once, so if you are into terrifying, like, kind of, like, um, escape mazes and stuff like that, then, then, yeah, you know, it, it, it deserves to be, uh, to treat yourself, um, the first time you're there. Yeah. So that pretty much concluded that whole night, and then Saturday, we pretty much headed back uh, stopped in Indianapolis and had some uh, lunch, and then that was pretty much it throughout the whole thing. So we had a blast, and it was it was a great time for sure. It was, it was, it was, and you know, and, and uh, uh, you know, and, 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 and you know, and, and, and definitely, you know, uh, you know, there was one more learning thing that we experienced on Friday on Friday night. We were locked out of our <laughs> of our room, so we kind of have a uh, that was kind of um, and, and we're not going to mention the, we're not going to mention the hotel, but um, <laughs> uh, it, you know because also we don't want any upset uh, potential sponsors or clients. But it, again, everyone needs to do their their due diligence on uh, on hotel reviews and and all that stuff. Obviously, you know every hotel is going to have one or two bad reviews. 
Um, but this one was probably the par, probably the worst that I've been to. And again, I'm not going to name names. Um, but, uh, you know, but like, again, you know, I, I, I would say you get what you pay for. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, with that, John, do you have any final words? Uh, no, I mean, not, not that I can think of. I would probably say, uh, I would give the whole trip a 10 out of 10. Now, I do think that I saw your blurb, your favorite part of the entire trip overall. But now that you've had some time to settle in, what would you say was your favorite part of the trip in, in like, like in, 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 in the entirety? Like, what was your favorite place, thing to do, et cetera, et cetera? You know, I don't know if I'm going to change my answer or stay with the one that I wrote back um, when I first started it. Ugh, that's a good, good question. Um, yikes. Um, because, because, because I want to say that I think you wrote that you liked Nashville. I'm just kind of surprised that you did. You know that it wasn't between like Nashville and Deeper Water Park. That's a good question. Um. I would say my number one favorite part was Country Music Hall of Fame. My second was meeting all the people I love working with. And the third was uh, Deep River Water Park. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now, I don't, think I, I don't think I actually did my top three, so I'll go and do my top three since, since you did. So what the heck? Uh, I will say number one was definitely Dollywood. Uh, number two, number two would have been the Country Music Hall of Fame, and the num- number three, much like you said, was Deep River Water Park. And really, quite honestly, again, you know, I've I've lived here in Indiana my entire life, so Deep River Water Park is nothing new. So you know, but I mean, honestly, it's still good to go with the the family and my friends. So I mean, it'll always be like a, a top a top pick, but, you know, it just goes to show you, you know, live a little, everyone. Like, you know, I, I mean, you only live once, you know, go out and see the world. Absolutely. Well, uh, thanks, John, for chatting about this. I had a blast with you, and uh, thank you so much, everyone, for listening to the Katie Gordon Show today's Best Country Mix. by a beating heart I can't tell where the journey will end but I know where to start they tell me I'm too young to understand they say I'm caught up in a dream life will pass me by if I don't open up my eyes well that's fine by me so wake me up when it's all over when I'm wiser and I'm older All this time I was finding myself And I didn't know I was lost So wake me up when it's all over When I'm wiser and I'm 
You are listening to the Kate and Gordon Show, today's best country mix. Take a little time Time to realize Everything I've done Milestones and advances Achievements in my classes Steps I needed Each and every single one You count the numbers And equations Each and every great occasion Writing paragraphs and essays Trying to tell yourself it's okay 
Gordon Show, today's best country mix. Thanks you for listening. 